good. You look like little kids and you're showing me how to like beat a level in a video game. It's not going to be easy, pal. You never showed me. You just beat me and then would leave. <laughs> that is correct. If I walk by to go to the bathroom and all. Yeah, dude, you're fine. It's, it's not like it's... Yeah. Elon right. Musk had his kid today on a on a news presentation. He, was doing. he had his... Yeah, like the kid came into the room and he was he picked up the kid when he was doing like a like a zoom. Oh, I thought you meant he like he had a baby. He had a kid. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that on TV before. Elon Musk having a baby. Not Elon, but like people having Frank babies. Musk, cousin Frank Musk. Yeah. Frank Musk. Muscatella. Bob Musk had a baby. What was the name that put said on the, when we were pulling in? Like Scarlini. <laughs> Sabatelli Figurino. <laughs> it's a top tier Totoa name <laughs> of all the Totoa Tonys. No, they have they don't have like authentic uh, Italian first names here. It's like basic Italian for it's all like Anthony's and Tony's and and Michael's yeah. and Johnny's. They're authentic Totoa names. Yeah. Wait, what? What do you mean they're authentic Totoa? Totoa Italian names, like yeah, but like like a really like Gaetano is not like a. Like, like a fancy Italian first name, like from the mother from the mother yeah, hand. From, from the mother from the mothership. Yeah, the mothership itself. Mm. No, they don't have any of those, but no, it's still like Anthony. You know, <laughs> Anthony Sabatini how, how is, is a pretty Anthony. Yeah, that's a pretty you know that's, standard. That's a common, oh, there's a there's a, even the Irish guys in this town are Anthony. Oh, that's why that's the total of Tonys. <laughs> All right, Jabronis, we're back. Where are we? <laughs> We're at Site Bravo again. Uh, had a wild week. Well, I see, that's why I think, we, you know, I know he's got stuff going on, but you should have included because you guys had more stuff going on this week. Well, the Crusher and I will have uh, we'll have a separate episode. We'll talk about our our pizza trip to New York City. That was a, a wild time. Uh, so I, I, we won't talk about that here with you because we already told you the stories. And I and wasn't there. You weren't there. I don't need you to get all insecure and try to one up us about your pizza slices that you've eaten before. Look, I haven't had pizza in how long and I can't do it no more. I have chickpea mac and cheese. Yeah, that's a <laughs> far fall from the top of the food chain, buddy. I, but I was on the top of the food chain. Well, I, I was I was meaning I was eating. You were, yeah, you were, you were on top of the pile. Yeah, it was like a garbage heap, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're we're inside. We had Thanksgiving. Yes. So for all the junction out there, we Celebrated Thanksgiving as a family up in the, the motherland, dirty Jersey. Uh, and now we're here at Site Bravo to, you know, uh, decompress, yeah, if you will. Close out the week. Close out the debrief. week strong. Yeah, we got to debrief and have their after action reports, we call them <laughs> after our mission. So uh, we're here now. So thanks. Number I mean, one of 12 times yeah. for uh, for having us here uh, so we can, you know. Talk, we talk about Thanksgiving yeah. and and the shenanigans that ensued as they always so do. You, you, you were where were you? You were in the, you were on mission or whatever last year for Thanksgiving, right? You were I was in the trenches of warfare, the 21st century D Day, if you will. <laughs> what uh, did you did you do anything? On Thanksgiving? Yeah, we had the Thanksgiving special. I know, <laughs> but like, did you? I can't remember. Like, what you, did you eat? Like, what did you have food? I we the creature and I had a Zoom oh, special episode and we had the special burgers, the yeah. holiday burger uh, daddies. Peanut butter and jelly burger? Was that? Yes, that's made? right. Yeah. That's right. See, yeah. I remember. So I remember. That's because I just told you. Yeah, but like I, I had, yeah. 
<laughs> so there you go. <laughs> there it is. But yeah, we did that. Uh, so because the creature was also alone. You used to do a turkey when you were on your own, like when you were in South Dakota and stuff. Didn't you used to make turkey? Yeah. Yeah. I like to make turkey because then I can uh, make turkey sandwiches after. Well, did you get I got an extra I got I got a regular amount of leftovers and then I got an extra container of like thick cut turkey. Would you want that? I got, like, I got like a second container full of. Just oh, you want, you don't want it. It's good. It's good no, protein. Because like I'm only gonna. I don't know. You are. But you'll you'll make a sandwich with it. You're not gonna eat it. I'm not like, gonna make a sandwich out of it. I'm just gonna eat it plain. And it's turkey like that is boring plain. I also don't like white meat. It's all it's all white meat. I like dark meat because it's fattier. It's more flavorful. Well, look at me. So are you? Yeah, but that's <laughs> out of everyone in this room. I'm the most flavorful by yeah. far. I, that's not a good thing to have, especially a in a, like an apocalypse situation. <laughs> You got no rebuttal, but there's fattier people than me that I can outrun. Maybe I'm I'm at a good spot right now where I can outrun a decent amount of folk. Look, all I know is in in this particular general area, if shit hit the fan, I know who I'm going for. In this particular general area, I'm on the third side of fat Italian. I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about the site. Bravo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm fucked. You're done for. (laughs) Yeah. So sorry, family show, Thanksgiving show. One time, um, what time I, was, I killed a fat guy? <laughs> well, we were. Uh, I was in South Dakota, and we had a blizzard. I remember this. And it was tw- we had to do twenty-four hour operations uh, when I was stationed there. So we were on shift work, and poor, every poor Stanley man. He, what do you put him through? He was good to go. He was better taken care of than I was. <laughs> uh, so. I had a when there was a snowstorm inbound in South Dakota, we had to have a snow crew stay at the at the office because they we had to keep mission right. going. And that's what they had. We had bunks and, and how you doings and ready. You know, we were ready for like it. Those rooms in a hospital where a doctor takes a nap. Yeah. Or they strip, they strip each <laughs> other. Yeah. <laughs> so, in fact, actually, you didn't. No, no, no. We the room we were supposed to have that was for bunks wasn't ready yet. So we ended up having to sleep on sleeping bags on the floor and in oh. different nooks and crannies of the building. So you, but but, you're, you're on call for 24 hours or you're working 24 hours? No, the, we're on shift shift work. So we have people staying at the office and they're still on their same shift. But we had to make sure people were physically capable of getting there to work right. because the snow was going to stop everything. Okay. And this blizzard hit and it stopped everything. Right. And we were stuck there literally on the base. We couldn't even leave after the snow stopped because the plows couldn't get to the base to, to plow us out. Luckily I had uh, a, a brother in arms. He was watching Stan, my dog. So Stan was good to go. I was not, we were down there working in the trenches and we got to the point where it was so bad that there was a, this thing called a flight kitchen. Um, it's, they call I like it the that. sound of that, but it's probably not what I think it is. Is it? Well, it, what it is, is it, they start, it's called a flight kitchen because it's for people who are flying night missions. They have the kitchen open that they can make you to go meals and stuff when you get back from a late right. night. How you doing? So the, it was so bad with the snowstorm that the flight kitchen people that went to go pick up our food, like we sent a team of two guys go up, grab our bags of food and come back down. They got stranded at the kitchen in and the it's, cafeteria. And it's in the same and the, in the same compound. Yeah, it's it's up the hill. It's a block up the hill okay. on the base that they just had to walk up and then they got trapped. How many feet are we talking? Like four feet of snow, five feet? Um, there was some places the wind blew piles 15, 20 feet high. Wow. Uh, one of my, my friend who was watching Stan, we had to dig his car out 
it was buried under snow. The whole the whole car. Was the buried. car was gone. We just knew the general area because he parked in front of my house. He lived he lived in the apartment next door. He parked in front of my house real quick to uh, get Stan out of his crate and feed him and stuff like that. And by the time he got done doing that, his car was halfway buried. and He couldn't drive it right down the hill. He had to walk home right. and then it got buried. So those guys got trapped and we were running out of food. We had nothing but snacks. We had some popcorn left and we had a couple of bottles of like booze strewn about the building. Did you have any cheese? Uh, oh, we had cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, we, not, I'm good to go with that. Like, for if I have to wait, wait somebody place for a day, if three I have days. Chi- if I have some, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was getting things were getting it's a little squirrely for a second. And in fact, to the uh, we had one guy. He was. We were just sitting there waiting for our um our our shift to start because we had nothing else to do. Nothing else. There was no like you couldn't watch. We a had movie. ping pong and no people swing. were watching movies, yeah. but we were getting ready to go soon. So. Yeah. We're sitting there and this one of our coworkers, he's just walking around and he's looking and all of a sudden he goes him right there. And I'm not going to mention the kid's name. I was like, why? What about him? He's like, that's the that's the one like what the one for what? He goes, if we had to stay here any longer without food, that's the one I'm eating. <laughs> We're like, why? He's like, well, he's the fattest of the, in the whole group. He's got the marbleized meat. He tastes the best. I'm taking him out. He goes, he's a big guy. So I'm going to need your guys help. Are you with me? I guess we'll, we'll all cut it. You know, we'll quarter him out and share. See, but that's the misconception. It got squirrely. You don't want like just a fat guy. You want you want. And I've been this guy a few times. You want the guy who has like a fat stomach, but like muscular arms because you're going to get the best of both worlds. You're going to get some nice meat. You're going to get the nice marbleization and flavor from the fat, but also just fat is chewy. You need some muscle in there. You need some nice tenderized muscle to give you like a, so you need those guys who go to the gym and they just do arms, but they still like look like me. That's what you, I don't I have my, I have twigs. What do you want? This is all bone. You got an, another misconception about the fats is they have strong legs. They got to carry that weight all day, every day. No, no rest days for the fats. <laughs> so I'm taking a thigh. You're going down. <laughs> I'm taking a thigh. And I'm cooking Wait, it in a slab of stomach no for the flavor because I'm covered in body hair and there's that would skeeve you out. There's I no know way. how to skin an animal. <laughs> I've been in the wilderness before. You, have you ever actually skinned an animal? Yes, not mine, but my friend's animal. <laughs> my, my buddy's animal. Yeah, he'll hunt and I skin, if you will. <laughs> how long did it take you to skin it? And what was it? A deer? It was a deer. We we got a turkey too. my friend. Same friend got a turkey. Not me. <laughs> um, Why don't you? There's no place to go hunting in Maryland. There is. I just don't have the time. You have to have more time now than you did when you were in South I mean, more time. No, I don't, because it was five on three off schedule. So I always had three day weekends. Oh, okay. But here I don't know anywhere to go in Maryland, not here, but in Maryland. And um, you have different licenses and stuff. I just haven't taken the time to look into it more. I'll tell you where you shouldn't go. Baltimore. It's rough. <laughs> Dangerous. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. But in the meantime, first, we'll uh, step into the cage. Okay, let's run. All right. I got the mobile notes today. All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by Oroko Saki's Subway Disposable Seat Covers. Many years ago, people used to sit on dirty, disgusting seats when they got on the City Hall subway, getting shit and seam stains from the bums all over their pants. But now with the Oroko Saki seat covers, your ass will be as clean as a whistle 
for all your morning commutes with the other subway creatures. So to get a pack of seat covers today, visit www.footclancovers.com. Use the promo code SHREDDADDY for 15% off. Good covers. That was nice. Very important. Very important covers. All right. I'm going to load up the cage. We're doing all mobile today, folks. Big time. Oh, yeah. Big time. So to get into the sort of the holiday spirit, um, I've got a little fact from the movie Family Man. Classic. Well, they are cage classics. I'm biased. I got it. So in this movie, Nick Cage goes back in time uh, to an alternate reality of his life. I don't, it doesn't go back. Not to back in time. I, it, I was wishful thinking. Yeah, I was thinking back to the future and yeah. I wanted it to be different. Just a different like an alternate alternate, alternate universe, universe alternate of the present, present day, if you will. You're right. So and it goes it shows him how he would have been if he stayed with his girlfriend instead of going to Europe for his internship and all the how you doings. Um, now, we know from the past cage facts that Nick Cage is a big Elvis fan, Elvis mm-hmm. Presley, so much so that he married Elvis's daughter just to prove how big of a fan he was. <laughs> so in the movie, Jack, he's going through like Jack is his character. In case anyone didn't know, he's going through like a box of uh, his personal stuff in part of one of the scenes, a random scene. And, and in that box was um, a bottle of cologne, English leather. Now, it doesn't there's no confirmation that Nick Cage purposely used that cologne for the movie in the box, but that was Elvis's go-to cologne, English leather. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, especially back in the day, that was a, that was a big time cologne. Like if you're a, if you're a big time or like Elvis, if you're an A-lister, you're using English leather. And so Cage had that. I think he slipped that in there just to let everyone know again, Hey, in case you didn't believe me when I stripped his daughter, I wear his cologne as well. I, I yeah, douse myself that's, in him. That's the bigger proof right there is like not only did I ship his daughter, but the cologne is the same. Yeah, I, I ship his daughter and I also smell like him when I do it. <laughs> so talk about a power move. So would you daddy issues? Now, obviously. I know the answer to this, but if you met Nick Cage's daughter and she was average looking and slightly boring, would you still try to marry her? No, I have too much respect for the cage. I can't lie to him. But like, would you I'm not saying like, would you just would you just take her to dinner? But I mean, like, would you try to like, oh, let me see if there's something here. Not it's very tough for me to fake it like that. It's very tough for me to date somebody when they're ugly. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> no I mean, it's a tr- it's an attraction thing. Yeah. Not to, and no disrespect to the uglies because I am one as well. Does he have it? But, Does he have daughters? Um, I don't I know he's got a couple sons. I don't think he's got a daughter. That's too bad. I don't know. What would have happened if Instead of meeting Steve Buscemi, it's same scenario, but it's Nick Cage. What would you would you like be like, oh, dude, I have you like I have a whole segment on my show or would you just crap yourself? Well, so I met Buscemi before the show existed. But like I'm saying, same scenario. But now, like you just meet him randomly. He's like, oh, yeah, this is a poker game we're playing. Yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. I met Steve Buscemi in Vegas. I was watching a game. They were playing like a roulette style game, like a spin a wheel. How you doing? And. Long story short, Steve Buscemi's playing that game and he says something to me about the game or whatever, giving me instructions. And I panicked and I didn't say anything clever or attention grabbing. Yeah. I just kind of I burped. I was my fanboyed out. I mean, yeah. Steve Buscemi's again, he's a top tier guy. He's top five guy. Yeah, he's a top five guy of all, all time guys. <laughs> so if it was Nick Cage in that situation, I, 
I would have said something. I would have like, I probably would have packed in that moment. I, at least a little dribble come out into my pants. I would have needed like the calico cut pants to cover <laughs> up my stain. You gotta give. But I would have stayed. I would have stayed locked into him. So if he left, like I would have told my friends, "Hey, go about your business. I gotta see about a girl. <laughs> I gotta fix this. Yeah, I gotta see a man about a horse, <laughs> man about a cage." And I would have. I would have followed him. Not yeah, respectfully. <laughs> I would have respectfully followed him until I got my nerves back. Until I got everything, you know, I secure. I cleared the mechanism, and I was able to approach him in a respectful manner to let him know. I'm going to kill you listen, and then myself. Listen, yeah. <laughs> like there's a, no bigger fan. <laughs> I wonder what he's like meeting fan. Like he I feel like he could be 100% one of the ways either because of who he is, he's really down to earth and and gets gets it and is like really cool with people or he's so out there that he's like mean to his fans. I could see him going either way. I, well, if there are mean stories, they haven't been publicized yet because if you look at, and I do, if you look at like the articles all the, on all him, the Nick Cage Reddit pages, right? If you, if you follow along, um, he's got mostly, I haven't seen any bad stories where he's rude and terrible to people. There was that one story recently where it, it was allegedly him. And he was drunk. It was him. And they had to kick him out of a place, but it wasn't because he was being uh, was he was rude no and angry to me. He was the, the guy in question had was shoeless and he was drunk um, and he was being uh, unprofessional, to say the least, in the in the establishment. So they had to kick him out. But that was it. And that's not even confirmed. That was him. You're. If 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 he was accused of murder, I feel like you would be like CNN and just like just twist the facts. Well, you say, well, here's the thing: is uh, even though there's ten eyewitnesses, eyewitnesses are the least you know piece of evidence. That you Human can use testimony it. is the eyewitness testimony is the weakest of all the. You're already establishing a case for him. That's what you got to do. <laughs> you ride or die. That's Mr. what you got to do. Make me your lawyer. I have never been to law school, but I swear to God. I will get you off one way or another. <laughs> uh, Little does he know. You should. I would. When you were talking about C. Buscemi, you should do it at the end of this year. And I know it's going to sound like it's it's weird, but you should do like a like an annual list, like top five guys of of this year, and just like the LPDS top five guys. Yeah. Do we even do like top five guys, top five girls, top five? I always wanted to do because it's something that like I feel like people talk about, but don't talk about like with other people. Top five like mom figures, like top five like movie moms. Oh, like who's the, who's the number one movie mom? Like when you might not even know her name. Like when you see an actress that's like a mom in a movie or a just a wife. That that's her role is just a wife. Mm. Who do you think of? I think of the lady from Untouchables. Who the white Kevin Costner's wife from Untouchables, and she was Kurt Russell's wife in the Miracle movie. And she was one of the two moms in the SNL sketch, um, the Mother's Day sex song. <laughs> it was Susan Sarandon, and then oh, uh, you're talking about Dick in a Box? Yeah, no, no, but this the sequel. Oh, do Dick. sex to moms? Yeah, by Lonely Island, whatever the song <laughs> do is sex called. To moms. Yeah, um, can, yeah, look that. Well, I forgot her name. I know you're talking about, but her, Sally Field is a great mom. She's decent. She's decent. You know, you're, you're not going, a, you're she's going not like, a great mom. She was she sucked in 
in Mrs. Doubtfire. Listen, he was crazy and he didn't have a job. <laughs> like, so, like, he loved his kids. <laughs> like, he was an insane guy who cross-dressed and he didn't have a job. Look, within an hour of her asking for a split from her husband, she starts dating James Stu, Bond. James Bond immediately. <laughs> so, you know, she had alternate ego, uh, alternate uh, motives, yeah. motivations. Oh, Patricia Clarkson. Yeah, she is very uh, mom-esque. She's been in a, a, quite a few uh, mom-wife roles. Okay. So wait, wait. If, you're, if your wife left you for James Bond, you wouldn't be like, I get it. No. I mean, I would, but that might be a self-esteem issue. Yeah. <laughs> if my we, wife left me for anybody. We have an like... input from, uh, from behind the scenes. Tammy that's what I that's what I remember her from. So we got it. Yeah. So Patricia Clarkson played Tammy one in Parks and Rec. Yeah. We talked about Parks and Rec way back in the day when we were doing the poll of what's better, uh, the office or Parks and Rec. Tammy who, who, one. Who, who won? I forget who won. Um, I don't remember. I think the audience voted for the office. And I said, I prefer uh, Parks and Rec for the story. And more, uh, more stable, like likable characters, and I like The Office because of Steve Carell. If you had to pick one show that's you that you're gonna watch from now on, like like one of these shows you can never watch again, what, which would you pick? Seinfeld. No, out of just those two. Uh, well, I don't I, know. I, I'm, it's I'm, The Office I'm with Steve Carell. I, I would it's think, The Office yeah. once the, the Steve Carell episodes because I have surprised. him on in the background. And this is what I talked about it. I have him on it, it, The Office is on the background all the time. Parks and Rec is one of those things where I always I always get distracted by it. I have to stop and watch it. Right. The Office I can have in the background. And, you know, every once in a while, you're going to get a killer Steve Carell line or a scene. And it's going to be funny. See, he's a top, and that's he's it. A top five guy. He's a top five. He's a top two guy. <laughs> so me. now we already know the three out of the five guys. Yeah. Burgers and fries. <laughs> I don't know the other two. Yeah. I mean, one of them's got to be a wrestler, right? I, I don't know. Is there any wrestlers? I there? haven't thought about it. I just know that Cage is one. It's Cage. Corell is two. Is Buscemi, Buscemi's... Is Buscemi number three or he's just in the no, top five? No, he's probably I would say he's a top 10 guy. If we really had to dig into it, he's a top 10 guy. But how do you consider him a top 10 guy when you don't even know who the rest of your five? Is? Because I can think off the top of my head. Selleck's up there. Adam Sandler's up there. You, I would see. I would take Buscemi over Selleck. But I didn't say that's why they're top ten guys. Mm. Selleck, <laughs> so you can't have a five. Selleck's a top guy. No, You're a top ten guy. I, I just say I would take Buscemi over. Selleck. We'll spin the Junction logo up. By the way, I meant I would take Buscemi over Sandler. Selleck is is a top. He's he might be my top three. Selleck's who's your other top? Your top Ford. two. Harrison Ford. He's no. He's he's hey, your Harrison top Ford guy. Is number one by far. All number right. Number one guy. You He's a top ten guy. My number one, yeah, a guy. <laughs> and then uh, Jack Palance is my number. Two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't. Mm, I, I just, I just know Harrison Ford is is number one. I would say Tom Hanks, but he's gotten weird lately. Just all these, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, Robin Williams is probably a, is definitely a top five guy for me. Oh, top five? Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's a top ten man. He's probably a top fifteen for me. A hook, hook got me. When I was a kid. Yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, that was, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. But I mean, Harrison Smee. Ford, I, he can make the shittiest movie in the world. He's my Nicolas Cage, but like. Watch I mean, it. But he's also kind of mean. <laughs> Harrison Ford is like he he doesn't care about the fandoms and all the stuff. Like he doesn't he doesn't care that he was in Star Wars. Like he doesn't play into it, like, oh, come on, I was in Star Wars. And like go yeah. to hospitals dressed as Han Solo. He's like, I just did it for a paycheck and I nailed it. Did I tell you when he saluted me? 
He saluted you? Harrison Ford. No. The president. When? So it was the same summer I met Dave Chappelle. Okay, yeah, now I remember this. I was doing bitch intern work for uh, Hertz Aviation. Um, Like Hertz Rent-A-Car? Yeah, but their corporate aviation fleet. Uh, It was really a fun job, actually. And I'm walking through. They had a walkway between buildings. And the walkway windows opened up to the tarmac where the private jets were at this airport. And at the airport um, was Harrison Ford's private jet. His and he was with Calista Flockhart at the time. I don't know if they're still together, but they were back then. No, they're, they're still together. And he was. They were all walking onto the plane. He was about to walk to the steps to get to the plane. And I'm again. I'm kind of starstruck because. Yeah. Top five guy. Yeah. Is he is he one of your top five guys? <laughs> could be. He could be. I like it's it's a tough conversation to have. Yeah. But I'm sitting there looking out the window and he sees me gawking at him. And I'm and, and I look like a young, dumb, stupid kid, like a wet sock. Like, really. hey, you know. Yeah, I had, I think I had hair at the time too. Oh boy. So I was out of it. So you look just like JPL. <laughs> right, right, like JPL three. And he while he's getting on the stairs, it was almost like he was like the cameras were on, he was doing a roll apart. Yeah. And he gets on the stairs and he and he does like a turn like this and he goes and like, I just see like, you or like to me I was no I was I was the only one in the in the in the walk area and I was just like <laughs> I like a wave I think I did a salute back but inside I was I would have just thrown up I had I an RBD like it was harder than a diamond <laughs> I, I know he's off camera right now and he's busy but I, I'm just curious but can you give us like one of your top five guys. Like ever, just like just does have to be number one. Just who is one of your top five guys? Like someone that I like enjoy. Yeah, let's just like actor, wrestler. Yeah, like who you would be starstruck by if you met in person. Shawn Michaels, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns, Shawn Michaels. Like, there's always there's always like a couple of folks. Like I I I kind of pride myself on trying to hold it together. With celebrities and famous people, because I know you they get so many. Like I work random interactions. I work right? in an industry where, like, th- like people I know have interviewed very famous people, and the the most famous guy I met was John Taffer. He's a he's a big time guy. He's, he's not, not a top he's twenty not, guy. He's not he's not, a, he's not even a top hundred guy. Like, come on, I so like many. him though. No, but, he's fine. But you're he's not, good. Don't he's talk good. down. Don't. That's the problem with this with that conversation is you can't talk down. Like these are all top men. <laughs> So you gotta Tough. make you gotta you gotta give him the respect. Taffer, he's a respectable character. Yeah, no, I like yeah. I like I enjoy his show. I actually I matched with a girl on uh on Hinge the other day. She was like twenty four, and so sure. I knew, I knew it wasn't gonna get on right up Bonji's alley. Yeah, sure. Well, she's she's into like the whole fat bearded daddy thing. So. Yeah, right up your alley. Yeah, exactly that olive oil skin, baby. Yeah, that's it. Um. And she was we talk about my job and she's like, oh, have you ever met anybody famous? And I'm like, oh, I met John Taffer. She's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, you know, the guy from Bar Rescue. She's like, what's Bar Rescue? And I'm like, oh, this is this is done. Like, hey, I got to Yeah, I got to go hey, and turn some go. videotapes. See ya. <laughs> I got to return some video. That's an American psycho reference yeah. for all the heathens out there who don't know what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, but. definitely. Yeah, I think only the only ones I can say right now definitively would be Har- Harrison Ford is is a top. top John guy. Taffer. <laughs> Because you met Sean him. Connery, he, Sean not anymore. No, nah, he, but he's even his he his been. power transcends trans- life, trans- heaven, transcends heartbeats. Although, probably, most likely, he's not in because he used to hit women. He respectfully disciplined all 
all sexes, if you will. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, that was talk about an all time like wild interview. Yeah, you know, regardless of how if you agree with it or not, it was uh, magnetizing. Was it long? Like, was it really long ago? Like, what did the interview make sense at the time, or was this like did he do this in like two thousand and five? No, it was like a late nineties, maybe. It was not in the eighties. Yeah, where it was even okay. Well, not okay, but it was almost like way less of a problem it was just like it wasn't talked about right yeah it was yeah it was kind of it was it was at the point then in the 80s where it was like you shouldn't do that but this is not a popular enough opinion for me to say something overtly about it it was later than that when it was a very popular opinion you don't hit women right and which by the way i'm on board for the hitting women the opinion of not hitting oh yeah uh yeah that's you don't do it that's it Dude, we grew up with women who would hit us, hit us still do. Yeah. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. But I'm not going to hit back. No, I would never. Never. I would never. No. It got to a point when I, I hit was, myself when first. I was when I was in my 20s and mom was trying to hit me. I, I just did like a like a shoulder grab. And I'm like, well, this is enough of this. Like, we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. Like, <laughs> no way. Miles hit her. Miles I would slapped. never hit her. No, not like that Jets running back who just. Oh, my God, that, that was horrible. Terrible. That was hard. You never want to do that. But Sean Connery did the interview with Barbara Walters. That's what made it so oh, like. Babawala. So uh, what is the term I'm thinking of? Controversial. Controversial is sort of like that. Um, Groundbreaking. No, it's polarizing. polarizing. That's the one. Yep, we did it. It's a good word. Um, that's what it made it's, it so top five words. because people were like, oh, Sean Connery is so great. But then he's telling a woman that if if women get out of line in front of him, he had no problem giving him a slap. <laughs> but what did he mean by at like, was he talking about, hey, if a woman's acting crazy, like I'll use physical force to stop her? Or is he like, if a woman spills a drink on my pants, I'm going to give her a, the I ring think hand. if they said no to do sex with him, that's what <laughs> he was getting. He, the ring were, that's what he meant by getting out of line. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no, he was the way he was ex- describing it or explaining the situation where he felt it was OK was something where they were like, get unruly and you know need a like like you would discipline your kid and he was of the mind of like well, if you need discipline i'll get it it's still i will instill the fear in you with a good slap regardless of whether you're a kid or a man or a woman and she was specifically asking about women and he's like yeah if they are get unruly I i'll give them a slap i know like what a 30 year old woman that is unruly. Like, like what, what quali- qualifies as unruly to Sean Connery? It's, it's a different threshold than most people. I can, yeah. Like certainly you and me, because I would never even say that on a public interview. Like I would never be like, first of all, I would never touch a woman like that. Like I would no, never, no, that's the thing is if that, anyone was stabbing me, I'd be like, oh, can you stop? Please. Yeah, maybe I'd sweep the leg to try yeah. to get her off balance. And then I would do, you know, get yeah. out of the situation. But I don't like I would never even think about like, I would never, oh, you're, I would never think it's an option. You're yelling at me. You're going down yeah. like no shot. Um, so the fact that he thought that is already at an echelon, several echelons above what probably the, the most people would you know be thinking about. Yeah. So uh, it, that's what made it such a wild. I'll wild tell you, interview. I'll tell you who was unruly was the crowd last week. <laughs> they needed a slap. Oh, at the Sebastian yeah. concert. Yeah. So I guess they call it concerts. We went to the no, comedy, just, just, show. Just a comedy show. 
Um, it was his stand-up comedy show for Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm. Uh, he's a top-tier uh, Italian comedian. He's, top-tier, he's a top-tier Italian guy. Italian guy, yeah. If we're going on the Italian guy spectrum. If we're going to gentrify, not gentrify it. I guess, yeah, gentrify. Like we're going to no. split it into groups by uh, nationality. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's yeah. a word for it, and I don't remember the word because I'm a stupid. Yeah. So I, I know what you mean. If we, gonna, we don't read good. Yeah, so if we're going to separate it by top Italian guys. He's up there, top oh, 10 probably for me. Oh, big time. But we went to his concert, and for whatever reason, the Maryland crowd at, at public events is some of the most unruly, disrespectful crowds I've been a part of. And I, like I've been to Giants Eagles games well, where I, I, they I think, fight and stab people and they were still more respectful than at a comedy show. I think you expect a certain level. I, I think you, it's all about expectations. No. I think you expect a certain level of rowdiness at a Giants Eagles game. And so when you see that level of rowdiness, you're like, oh, yeah, this is fine. This is safe and this makes sense to what's going on. I feel like even at like a midnight show at a comedy club, you're like, there's going to be a certain amount of bullshit going on here tonight. because People are drunk. It's midnight. It's some open mic or like it's going to happen. But I feel at a nine o'clock show in a 3000 person theater, you know, for $150 tickets, you expect a certain level of chill, a maturity, a maturity and professionalism. That, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a theater. Like I said, I haven't been to that many comedy clubs. Like I said, I went to the stress factory uh, a couple of times. You but you've been you go to comedy clubs like like yes. small like you know, two hundred people clubs they bring you drinks and right. stuff. There's a there's a level of that where if you're seeing this like it's a different uh, environment yeah, yeah. though. So if you're at a comedy club like a lot of the times a comedians the big timers are working on new material mm-hmm. and b the other guys like a lot of the local like not no name comics but the local guys up and coming that are just working local clubs only they're not trying they're not. A yeah. success, famous enough on the road. Yeah. Right. They're predominantly doing like locally themed crowd work type of comedy yeah. where I went to one a few weeks ago in D.C. It was literally just a local show. There was we were not there to see anybody famous. It was just local D.C. area comics. It was like 10 or 20 bucks to get in. So I was like, oh, this is a good weekend thing for me to do with some friends. We went there and the every comedian. So no one I would know. Nobody. I think the only person I know from D.C. is Chappelle. I think it's the only like super famous. Yeah. No, stand-up. these people were not on the road. They're only D.C. They're not even traveling to outside of that area. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just they're, they were funny. But that's what I would. I would just I would just do Toto of comedy. Yeah. Toto with Tony comedy. Yeah. They, love yeah. they will. They will love you. You yeah. kill. But this was just crowd work, pretty much predominantly crowd work. And they would like. Um, direct the conversation to their jokes. So they would ask you questions about, oh, like if you're in a relationship or this, or if, what are yeah. you doing? And do you ever go to the Smithsonian DC? And then they would make a joke based off of your answers, but they kind of knew the joke. They, they have like five different jokes available for whatever. Right. Your but an- the point of it was right. they were there. Like that was purposeful interaction with the crowd. Right. At a theater show for like a, a, a road show for a comedy, a comedian on the road who's selling out like theaters and arenas. That's not what that's what they're there for. That's not what you're there for. That's a, it's a perform at that point. It's, it's a, performance. a performance. That's right. That's a it good would, word. It would be exactly like if you showed up to Macbeth and you're like, hey, uh, my wife sucks too. Uh, like it's it, yeah. If you start interacting with the actors on a yeah, Broadway show, that's not he has. He has a he. I mean, and he was it was it was a longer show, but, you know, first because of the interruptions, but also he's probably in the midway through his tour. So out of what we saw, he'll he'll trim about probably 15 minutes of it to make his next hour, but it was tight. Well, man. it extended out because of, of the talking and everything. 
Right. But he, he, it was a tight, like it was the first time, the first time I ever saw him, he was great, but he was, that was right before his, he blew up his, it was right before his third special. Um, the one in the purple shirt. Right. Which, so it, it, he, he might've even filmed it like right then. It didn't, it wasn't out yet, but I basically saw that act at the stress factory. So it was polished. It was ready to go for, to be filmed. Yeah. When we saw him the next time, it was like two or three months after another special came out. So it was all new material. All new material. And he was working out, not just the material, but the concepts, but the, and then went to, went to make the jokes too. Like everything was new and it was fun. It was funny. I actually appreciated that. I like to see, that's why I like to go to the local places because you can see them work through the process. I like, I enjoy that experience. Right. But that still is a performance performance. It was not a local club situation. Now this is, was definitely like, this was a performance. You, he, he has, this is his act. It's polished. He knows where the beats are. He's got his jokes memorized. Right. It's a, it's like Shakespeare. It's like going to see a play. And so when you're like, I went to high school with you, like it's incredibly disrespectful. I don't understand. I don't understand people. And this I know you guys are making fun drunk. of me. This might be the bitch in me. Wow. I don't understand anybody who goes to any kind of thing like that. Drunk, like even a concert, like I get it at a Giants game. I get it at wrestling when you're like, you're kind of hanging out and doing. But when I'm seeing somebody perform either music or comedy or a play, that's not where I want to be hammered. Like, yeah. that's where I well, want to be. Able to if you're at a rock talent. concert, you can enjoy it more drunk. You get a little bit. Lucy Goosey hit the mosh pit. The how yeah. you doing? It's different. It's also a different. Have you situation. ever moshed? I was inadvertently caught in a mosh one time at a Nickelback show. No, it was a it was a Papa Roach concert. Ugh. I didn't choose to go. I didn't mind it. They they did a, you know had a good performance. They, they were the headliner. They were the headliner. Oh, and before that was I I'll never be able to remember. I have no idea who they were, what their songs were, but there was a little mosh going on. Um, it was a small venue in Florida, and my freshman college roommate at the time wanted to go, and he didn't want to go alone, like a Steve of Glansburg. So he bought me a ticket, so I went with him. Um, and when I was walking to, I don't know, take a piss or something. I came back, and I came back right as they were closing in on a mosh, and they they got me into the middle of the mosh, and I did a couple a quick a couple how you doing like up and down like yeah yeah rock, and then I, and, I, and then I I snuck out of there before I got, before it was too late, but. <laughs> At a comedy show, the interruptions that go on like at this at this show were just horrendous and they were ongoing. And the idea of like, well, I'm going to pay a hundred plus dollars for those seats that those people are at and then try to just interrupt the act to think that this guy wants to come talk to me. Only there's three, five thousand people in this this theater. I'm going to just like it's on the me monster now. I'm going to I'm going to take over and we're going to have a conversation like what world do you think that's acceptable? That's one of the one of the reasons. Not that I would ever be successful at it because I don't think I'm that clever. But one of the reasons I've never gone to like do an open mic night is I'm like, I'm not nervous about doing something in front of people. Like I kind of do that for a living now. So even if my jokes didn't land or whatever, I'd be like okay with it. It's like if someone just starts like, "Oh, you fat garbage!" Like start like heckling me, I would either start to cry or I would like throw my shoe at. I'm like, I wouldn't. I don't know. And you can tell I would just and, walk up and eat his food. <laughs> yeah, but you, you can tell. And Sebastian's been doing this 20 years at least. He's a seasoned professional. By the third interruption, he was getting really frustrated. He right. was like, guys, come on. But that was another thing that was a problem, too, was that 
the the people doing it were clearly not reading the room. Like yeah. they were just even the you could tell some of them were sober. They were just being stupid and immature and didn't even understand. Like this guy is clearly annoyed when he was clearly annoyed. Yeah. This, and the same thing happened when we when we saw Theo Vaughn. Another another great comedy show ruined by unruly that f- uh, crowd fans. was so bad. He talked about that specific show that we were at, like in his podcast. Like a week two, after two weeks later, he I think he had some I think he might have had like Bill Burr. He had somebody famous on the show and he talked about like he just played Baltimore or, you know, like some casino in Maryland. And like the crowd was just terrible, terrible. Yeah. And I don't I just don't understand the whole concept of like, I'm going to go to this this show and it's okay. It's completely OK for me to just interrupt it. Stop Man, the show. That's Baltimore. It's a tough city. Tough, scary city. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was it was rough. Try to be respectful here, but uh, you are in rare beta bitch boy form <laughs> up in Baltimore. I was not. I was. Just, I was not my best self. I was very tired. I didn't feel well. I had a lot going on. It was a long. I drive. know. We know. You had the throat thing. No, like it was. And you knew. You knew a cold might have been coming in three to five weeks from now. So you had to prepare mentally and emotionally for that. Well, listen, and then no, we're going listen. to the. According to you, the most dangerous city in the um, listen, this side I of the Mississippi. Watched, I watched the first season of The Wire. I, I know. <laughs> I know what I, danger I know is. The streets. <laughs> I mean, we should. I wish I recorded you talking the whole no, time I, I, about uh, no. how dangerous anytime, Baltimore any, was. Listen, with all COVID and everything stuff, anytime I think I might be getting something, I freak out. And I'm not like a fear of, oh, I'm going to die. It's a fear of. I thought my, you were going to say because of COVID, you didn't want to get stabbed in Baltimore. No. Uh, I just get a fear of like, anytime I get like a scratchy throat, I'm like, oh, because of not like getting, I had it already and I was fine. It's what comes with it. I can't go to work for like four weeks now. Like I can't go see people. I'm stuck in my room. What does my roommate do? It's it's the amount of pressure and nonsense that is associated with it. I don't want to deal. Well, with that's it. what it is. It's all nonsense. Yeah, it's a bunch of nonsense. up in that. I'm up in that it. beard I'm, of I'm, yours. I'm getting, I'm getting better. You're getting working better. through it. You were a lot worse back in the day. I I I, I talked to the bone crusher about old fat Nick was one of the. One of the worst people. One of the top five hypochondriacs and beta bitch boys of uh, of all time in my life. I like people I knew and interacted with. But you See, are getting better. That- but it was funny to uh, call you out on it because yeah. I mean, this is this is the the sequence of events. I'll, I remember it very well. We were in my house on my shitty furniture, and we were talking about something and. And you said, oh, like you got a text message like, oh, this guy might be sick. And you're like, damn it. I was like, what? You're like, well, if he's sick, then I might be getting sick, too. And if I'm sick, this and you you already planned out right. the negative after effects for three weeks after. But like just from one text message of the guy just said, I think I'm sick. Didn't say what it was. Didn't say just I don't feel good. And you're like, you just um, the mind worked faster than I've ever seen well, it work also, before in the negative. I have had we, we this family has had bad luck with Thanksgivings the past three years in a row between <sighs> two stomach virus virus bouts that one year got you and like mom, like half of you. The next year I got it last year. I got covid two days after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was coming up. I had to leave at 6 a.m. the next morning to go help my friend. Very early. Oh, you got to leave early. But, yeah. she, but she's like con- not a hypochondriac, but she's very, very COVID afraid. So if I'm like, if I go and help her with this thing and I sneeze, like she's going to freak out. So that makes me freak out. You know, I'm like I said, a guy, old, you know what old, old me would have said? I'm not feeling well. I'm not going. And I would have stayed at your house all night. Yeah, I know. And I would have kicked you out. 
Yeah. Only would have been like, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. You, you guys go. And I would I would have paid you for the ticket. But, you know, we got to drag you for it. Yeah. Sometimes it's worth it just to not have to do the thing. <laughs> it's worth it to just to be made fun of, to not have to go to a place. No, you wouldn't. We would have. You would have gone. We didn't buy those tickets for you to Listen, not go. You're going because because you think you might have a sore throat in the future. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> um. But no, I used to be scared of a lot of stuff. Now, when it comes to not wanting to do stuff, I just know. Now you just sound like an old yenta, well, like, yeah, oh, like, here we go. It's going to come. No, like, I'll do the storms do are things, coming. I'll do things for like special occasions or if it's like your birthday, like, hey, listen, we're going to a bar. And I'm like, I'll go to the bar. I have drinks and like I'll hang it. I just know what I like to do. And I know what I just don't like. I don't like drinking a lot anymore and i don't like staying out late i will like we were out until two in the morning that night i stay up late for ufc fights it's fine well we were only out late because of the traffic on the way out See, oh, that that was bullshit like, dangerous it right was, it was an baltimore hour. scary scarier traffic than normal but how much do you think of the traffic we had because of the parade just trying to go to the diner down the street like that was a rough travel day that was a silver spring yeah but that was that day we had that then i had my shower and <laughs> Where the, the hot water ran out. In a yeah, minute. the that only was... time, no, the only guest who ever dealt with a, a shower, hot water situation in the shower with, oh, I don't know, I, I never heard that before in my in my home. Yeah, it was, home, I don't know house, home. Yeah. Uh, and then it was it was an hour from when we left our seats at the comedy show to literally go to the building next door, get in our car and drive out of the parking garage. Took an hour. Yeah. Like it was that I've never seen that, but it's it's quicker. Honestly, I was I saw that the last time I I went to uh, actually with Sebastian back in like 2016 when we went 2017. No, um, it was before. No, we went to MGM to see him the first oh, time. You, you and saw I saw this one in Baltimore. Yeah, at that same theater, okay. and the same thing happened. It took an hour to get out of the parking deck. I'm pretty sure I had my my bulletproof vest yeah. on. I'm pretty never sure know. I could I you can Pete can attest to this better pistol. Um, yeah, Le- leave your seats, get to your car, and leave MetLife Stadium much quicker than we did. I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably a half hour to get onto Route Three from leaving your yeah. seat at like at the end of a game at Giant Stadium to leave your seat and get out. Probably took half as much time as it did at this place. But then again, it is a bigger. Well, there's a lot more exits. Yeah, this was just one parking garage. Yeah, there was one way in, one way out. So we whatever. Had a, we had an interesting waitress that night too. <laughs> Oh, at the at the bar we went to yeah, before food, the show that food was good. It was all right. It was decent burger. Well, I'm not even going to classify her as a waitress because she didn't. No, she brought our she brought yeah, the food over. She didn't take our order or anything. She we just did the order on the on the internets and then she brought it over. Well, here's a good. Yeah, you know, here's a good question. I'm an over tipper. I'll I, I tip 20 percent. If you're terrible, you're getting 20 percent. If I know you, you're getting like 30, 35 percent. Yeah. How does tipping factor in to this kind of post-COVID world, not at a regular restaurant where they're doing regular stuff, but when it's a place where you sit down, you scan, you order everything in the phone, and somebody's just bringing you plates? That's the first time I had to do that. Oh, I've, it's, it happens a lot. Of Usually, I, lot of like they do a lot of scanning now, but then they still take your order for you. And then like TGI, not TGI, TGI Fridays is close, but like Applebee's and Chili's, they all have the little that you do everything. You, you can still order with the guy or the gal. But everything is done through the little the little tablet. The less you do, the less tipped. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. Like no. I, I, I know tipping is very important. No, I and- still give a lot of tips. But the, the the I guess the moral dilemma I have is 
is the business paying the waiters and waitresses a better salary because they know the tips are going to be less because oh, not. the salary they give them technically it's like less than minimum wage for the salary because, because they, they know the tips. tips are going to yeah. even out yeah. um, so they can justify it that way. And like, that's the, the, the way it has been historically in the community. Yeah. But when they know that like, Oh, you're do like, you're not even going to be at the tables much anymore. You're just going to be serving food and that's it. Well, see, that's that, like, you're not I, even taking orders. You're not talking to people. You're just walking food out and walking back. That's the thing. I can do that. I can just bring this table plate to table five and I'm going to just bring you a plate. I'm not going to tip somebody well if it's something I can do. I can't waiter or waitress like in regular times. I find those people who are, especially the ones who are good at it, even for Tesco, was really good. They're insanely talented. And especially if you're good with a customer. And they have with, to you're deal with, with shitty customers. Dude, especially if you're at like a chain restaurant, the shittiest people, actually any yeah. restaurant, because even if you're at a fancy restaurant, rich people are just as shitty as the rest of us. Yeah. So I, I tip those people because like you're busting your ass. You have to remember all this stuff. You have to treat all these a-holes with respect. And there's a like hat, hats off to you. But if you're just bringing me something that I did everything myself, you haven't even talked to me like I can do that. Yeah. And there's a good chance if like the real waiters and waitresses, there's going to be several tables where they get dicked over on the tip yeah. by those unruly, like just ridiculous, shitty customers. Yeah. So that's why I have no problem doing that. But when you're just walking food over, and that's it. Yeah, because you don't even need to like. There's no special request you do. You could put in the comment section on the on your phone. Like, nothing. Oh, there no was nothing buns, there. Uh, the person mustard. walked over, showed us her armpit hair, and walked away. It I was, wanted. I should have given her a bick. That was the tip. Here, use this. It was. It was nasty. Because it, it wasn't like a. I forgot to shade the past few days. I've been busy. I'm kind of lazy. This was like no. I'm intentionally growing this out because like, what's the problem with it? I'm yeah, like, the problem is that it's gross. <laughs> yeah, and well, uh, and this is not like a women should do this. It's yeah. I have a problem with body hair. Yeah. I do it like I shave my whole body with the exception of like my chest. I, I'll buzz it. Yeah, everything else is well, you gone. Don't, you don't shave your no, I, I shave my pits once because I lost a bet and it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with my with the with the demons inside <laughs> the voices in my head, but uh, I did it one time and that was it. It was fine. Like, but I have a problem with body. So it has nothing to do with the fact that like, you're a woman, you need to shave. It's like you have body hair. I'm going to throw up. Yeah, it was pretty gross. You, um, you, you and you and Crusher keep trying to get me to shave my arms because of you got to get the diamond cuts in the forearms and stuff. First of all, I got pretty nice veins going on. That's a lot of you a just, lot of the kind of yeah, that's on. from other. Yeah, that's yeah, from self-help, if you will. <laughs> A lot of self-help. Trust me, I'm not helping myself. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, it's a detriment to me. Emotionally, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of crying. It's a, yeah, uh, it's a silent therapy. <laughs> um, but I I like the way my tattoo looks with the hair. Like, I like that kind of like it makes it look a little more faded. Like it's been sun torn or what, what's the, whatever the word is. Like, like burns. It, it's, it's, it looks like it's just it's like, like, like worn. It's like a Navy. Like when you're you know, like the old guys that were in the Navy and like they had this. The, like an anchor on their arm and it's faded it's under tons of body hair. And yeah, that's just... because they've gone from port to port, yeah. you know, fighting wars and I've fighting gone, the clap. I've gone from port cheese to port cheese. Yeah, and... to, from port cheese to port wine. <laughs> to port wine. Yeah. And I had a to Goudas. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I know cheese. Well, I know you're, you're <laughs> top tier cheese man. 
the sausage king of Chicago. Yeah, here's something, all right. But <laughs> I, I, that's why I like to uh, to do the shaves. Ah, but doesn't it? But, but well, I don't. That's I'm not, not I'm why not, I like not, to do it. I have a mental it. disability yeah. with it. Listen, body hair is not my favorite thing either. If I can, if I can, if I could do the laser removal for like everything going on back there, I would definitely do it. Uh, there's plenty of times I got to wish I didn't have to clean out my shower every day, Johnny. <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know. I know. But I, I don't mind how it looks like on my in the front part of my body. Like, I, I you know, um, down here, it gets a little. What are you going to do? You know, <laughs> you got to clean it up. I, what do you I, mean? What are you going to do? I, I know I, exactly what you could do. I trim and buffs. I don't I'm not using I don't use shaving cream. Like, I'm I don't not, use shaving cream either. Yeah. Shaving cream. Shaving cream? <laughs> yeah, the cream. Uh, but What's, I can't. I, I, actually, I did this once in uh, when we were in Italy. I shaved my arms. Yeah, from, I remember from that from to shoulder, prepare. From shoulder down to prepare for what? I don't know, but to get ready for it, <laughs> whatever yeah. it was, it was coming. It was coming. I was going to be ready. Well, you had to immerse yourself just like I did. <laughs> I know they're all hairy over there. Are you kidding? That's what we get it from. That is true. Yeah. Are they we are going hairy this year? and aggressive. Are we going this year? I'd like to still. I mean, you could probably do it. Well, I know uh, the rest of the family is too scared. Listen, I, I, I think I the think, borders are closed. I think on paper, I think that with those four people, our parents and the two other people who I don't want to mention, but you know who it is. I think on paper, that sounds like, oh, this will be like a ton of fun. I think in actuality, it would probably be a nightmare for me. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to go do our own thing. Yeah, because leave. I know one of them, the the male in the other pair is like not going to want to try any fun food. He's just going to like, it's just going to be chicken parm at every place that we go chicken tendies no, chicken, no he'll, he'll eat chicken pot maybe i don't think he'll do any of the sea like i won't really no, do seafood. we can do our own we can all plan our own italy trip but where do you want to go we can go all over <laughs> i tell you what we need to do we need to find that library up in uh venice so you're at the library which i, I want to do i want to go back to that restaurant in in positano yeah well i mean that's a that goes without saying yeah. it should well also the uh i'll have my Tablecloth shirt ready. Um, no. We need hold on. No, no, pistol was just he's clarifying that he got there. Oh. I thought he had something important to say. I'm like, oh, what, like, why is he texting me? He has his gig right now, but he's like, oh, I got here. Oh, make sure you didn't die. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you don't have a loose pistol. You don't want to have, yeah, you don't want to have an unsafe pistol. <laughs> you don't want to have a pistol at the safety. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but the lot, can we, but can we go into the library? I don't know. We got to find it first. <laughs> this is going to be our uh, city hall subway station. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll talk about we'll discuss yeah, yeah, yeah. that at a later date, any, any, but any. I will say we did find a, a secret subway station in New York City. And we accessed it, but it's not you, it's not really secret. You just access it by taking the regular subway. <laughs> like it's, you we didn't were the only ones on you there. You had to pay a guy. You didn't have to go under a bridge like, because we knew how to there. make it happen. Did Indiana Jones have to pay a guy to get to get into the basement of that a, library? We had to break through a concrete floor. We had a breakthrough <laughs> with our metro. Yeah, pod. we had an emotional breakthrough. <laughs> so full of shit. We got it. You're just jealous. That's what it is. You're jealous and you're insecure, <laughs> and you have to try to make sure that so I, everyone knows that you're you not left me, out. Everything that you know about me. Do you think I would have wanted to do five days of walking around New York City and eating pizza? I don't really eat pizza anymore. Not with I know, that I attitude, look you don't. Yeah. I know, I don't look like it. You would have. <laughs> we earned attitude. our slices. You work out to eat slices. I will say you guys do work out like animal. Like uh, like watching him today when we were on like a time crunch. Watching like, Crusher. Watching Crusher work out today. Well, we were we were only there for like forty minutes, 
he did everything he possibly could in those 40 minutes. He literally crushed. He did. He did Uh, crush it. But so we got to we got to do Venice. I want to do Florence again. Venice is like a quick trip to that for the library and then maybe the boats. Yeah. And I want to go to there's the the square, the famous like market in the square. Uh, I think it's called St. Mark's Square, I think. Okay. Or maybe is that the or maybe St. Mark's in the in the Vatican. I don't know. I don't want to do the Vatican again. I don't. Yeah, we 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 were there. We saw the Sistine Chapel. We saw where they touched the kids. I'm good. Got it. (laughs) I felt bad for dad on that because he was really excited for us to like experience that like he did when he first saw it. But he saw it in the 80s where there was like 10 other people there with him. We were in a it was you couldn't move. It was packed and we were in there for two seconds and they wouldn't let you take pictures. It was very like not. Did we sneak a picture? I I didn't. I don't know why they had they had no no picture rule. That's weak. Do you have all those pictures? I don't know where they are. Yeah, I have them. All right, you could use from my camera. Can you pull them up? No, I took a lot of my phone. Did I ever send those to you? I don't know. Probably not. I got. A, I had a digital camera at the time. Okay, I had. I took a lot. I had my flip phone back. I think it was a flip phone or the or a Samsung or something. Yeah, but we. But I also I want to. I want to go to a Capri, the island. They got good food there. <laughs> There's other reasons, I'm sure, but yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's what all. That's all I think about well, now want, these days. We, we got to do the food, but also like I want to. I want to see some things. We I felt like we we did a lot of touristy stuff last time, but now that we got the major things out of it, I still want to go to the Coliseum again because that was awesome. You got to do that. But yeah. I want to do. Like, I want to see Pompeii again. I I like Pompeii. Rain. Not in the rain. Yeah, a nice day, looking at dead bodies. The, you want to go see the Pisa, the Leaning Tower? Where's that? Pisa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Add it on the list. <laughs> uh, what kind of food do they have? <laughs> uh, Pizza. <laughs> I want to say Pisa is by Genoa, so they'll have a lot of salamis. They'll they'll have salami, but they'll also have a lot of um, like pesto is from send the salami to your boy in the army. Yeah, (laughs) Saul Rosenberg. That's a jerky boys quote. Okay, it's before your time. I want you to kill Spider Man. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of good food, we had a pretty good food uh, a a spread for Thanksgiving. You tell it. (laughs) Well, you didn't like it. No, I did. But like, I want you. I, I talk too much about food, so I don't want you to tell. Yeah, but you're a food guy. You're a top tier cheese I'm, man. I, I'm a top five cheese guy. Yeah, you are. Um, come on. I think we could all agree on that here in this room. Top five cheese. Well, it's just you and me right now. <laughs> Number two. I'll tell you. <laughs> top, yeah. top two. Uh, yeah, so I, I got to say, as much as we give her grief, uh, she she did put my sister puts on a good Thanksgiving. Jessica does a good job. Yeah, well, I thought for sure it was going to be well, like a trick Thanksgiving where she says, oh, I'm going to host it at my house. But then it dot, turns- dot, dot. Everybody, you make the food and no, bring she it. Never, she never does. This. I will say she never does that on Thanksgiving. It, she always she makes she does a majority of the work. And I actually yeah. end up feeling bad, except that me and dad and mom also do a lot of work. Other people maybe don't. I don't. Are you gonna do? I, the reason I don't feel bad is that's how it is on Halloween. You host a holiday. That's what you you are hosting and you are. No, no, I you're, hey, but she she does. You're she, doing it all. She, and she she does it. Yeah, she, she does. does no. she, she she did it. Uh, and her food was good. She she did the the soup. Did you try the soup? I didn't try the soup yet. I, I got, got some, some leftovers. Yeah, got some yeah. soup was really good. Um, I mean, I think my board. It was like an appetizer. So yeah. what, we'll clarify. Yeah. We're not eating soup only on Thanksgiving. Soup is not the meal. Yeah. Do you know, like there's a lot and a lot of Italians do this. They do like a heavy pasta on Thanksgiving. Like before, we used to. We I, we never did. When we did we- used to have pasta way back in the day when I was a kid. I remember because I used to eat it 
and get full. And then I got yelled at for not eating the rest yeah, of the. That must have been like when we were living in Rockaway. I don't yeah. remember ever having pasta. Yeah. On most of our family get togethers that's the thing. and most, holidays yeah, would include. Yeah. Yeah. So. But not. I just don't remember. Maybe I was maybe it's just wishful thinking. Maybe because I want it to be pasta. I want before, pasta. Yeah. I want appetizer I want spaghetti pasta right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I. A, a lot of Italians do and like a heavy, not like a spaghetti or like a penne. They'll do a lasagna or a manicotti. Like they'll do a heavy cheese yeah, yeah. filled pasta before the real deal before stuffing and, and chicken and uh, turkey. Turkey. Man. Yeah, we well, didn't do that, but no. that was fine. But you had a good cheese board. I uh, it was just one of my better. I wish I, I wish I had had the, the walnuts. I wish they didn't forget the walnuts, the candied walnuts. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been a nice, nice sweetness, a nice sweetness and crunch to yeah. it all. But uh, if we have the picture, I'll post it up here of the guess, of the board. Guess, yeah, the yeah so we'll pop it up there. Um, but good appetizer cheese board. Uh, we had actually a pretty decent stromboli. I got situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, I didn't by try one of the guests. I didn't try the vegetable one because like I'm not going to do that. Vegetables. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, here, I I'm going to go on the record right now. I eat a lot of vegetables and I like them. You don't have to defend yourself. I, I got no, it. We, I'm going to explain something so that you know. I already know. I know I, you want everyone to know because I don't like vegetables. I like vegetables and I'm tough no, and this I and that, like whatever. vegetables in my like tasty foods. I don't like vegetables <laughs> on like my pizza. Like leave the I'll eat the broccoli on its own quickly. Stromboli is for meat yeah, and cheese. Exactly. I got it. I don't want vegetables I don't on want, my I, tasty thing. Yeah, I don't like the vegetable version of anything. Yeah. I want straight vegetables. Except I like broccoli. Spinach, I like string bean. Spinach, I'll do. I, I, spinach. I, don't, I don't count peppers and onions as vegetables because those are just, they're in a couture. They're like a condiment, peppers and onions. That's yeah, well, you can just add that to any sort of Italian meat yeah, dish. Yeah, and, and that's, that's that right. kind of thing. But I, don't, I can't stand people who are like, oh, yeah, I got mushrooms and broccoli and cauliflower on the pizza. I'm like, that's disgusting. I don't want like, it. Eat it. What did mom always do with sneaking vegetables? Oh, put in the meatloaf. Yeah. Like, but then it would happen. It became a spinach loaf with meat with in various it. meat chunks. Yeah. Uh, so and we tell her even when she does it now, like, listen, I'll eat a whole pound of broccoli. I'll eat, this, I'll eat broccoli. Own. I'll eat spinach by myself. No problem. Yeah. Just put it on the plate. Yeah. Don't try to mix it in. I'm I'm 45 <laughs> years old. You don't need to hide spinach in a in a stromboli. Like yeah. <laughs> I want meat and, and cheese in my stromboli. But the it was good. It was. I didn't. What was in the vegetable one? Did you have it? Mushrooms and roasted peppers. <laughs> oh, mushrooms. The the combination was not great with the roasted that's a, pepper. Well, that's a weird combo. Yeah. The it was like uh, it was like the Friends episode with the English trifle oh, yeah. or whatever it's called. Meat good. The mushrooms were good. Yeah. The peppers were good. The cheese was good. But all together was like this is that's I, I not be. Yeah, the meat stromboli was better. Some things like, oh, you know what would go great on this turkey sandwich? You know, Swedish fish. Like, oh, I like them both, so I'll put them together. Right. Like, that's not. Yeah, it didn't work it out that work. way. It wasn't bad yeah. though. Um, nice try. Dinner was was very good. Um, the turkey was great. A lot of turkey. We had. I think we we, we did two turkeys. Yeah, I think we make we make a regular turkey for the table, and then sort of like a to go turkey, we have a smaller turkey. Yeah, because every, like yeah. we gotta have the leftovers. Two kinds of stuffing. The, st- the in bird. Yeah, I don't like I don't eat stuffing much. It's just hot, wet bread. Yeah, but it's so it's so good. That, nah. that, that's what I used to eat. Like the I used to remember that the next day. that was your nickname in college. Hot, wet bread. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. That wasn't hot. <laughs> it was just wet, <laughs> just bread. wet bread. <laughs> the next day after before we started our tradition of going to get in the tree and like going to get breakfast the day after Thanksgiving, I couldn't wait. I would just eat the stuffing and and the leftover 
charcuterie, you know, from whoever, I guess, grandma, whoever made it back then. Yeah. But I would just Big stuff Margaret. my face. I would eat cold, cold stuffing like in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's not good. I'm not like it's not, it's good, yeah. but I'm not going to waste stomach space on bread. It's yeah. stuff. It's literally stuffing. It's called stuff. It just I'll eat. I'll, I'd rather eat the turkey, the vegetables, all the other how you doings. I'll be honest. I. I can't I can't eat a lot of that turkey because I can't eat that turkey in a healthy way. Because then what does it give you the sniffles three no, months later? No, I can't eat that turkey like it's. I need something. I either need stuffing or gravy. Like I need something. Was it dry? Cause it's not that it's just dry. Like I don't feel What's like it has a problem? lot of flavor. Tell me what the problem. It doesn't have like a lot of flavor to me. So I need to put a bunch of nonsense on it, and then that makes it not healthy. And then I'm like, I might as well just eat something else. Well, like you put the mashed potato. Yeah, that's not healthy. A little gravy. Well, mashed potatoes and gravy. Sweet potatoes and, was yeah. pretty. It was decently was healthy, delicious. except they had the candy walnuts yeah, on top. Sugar. All very good, though. Very good. Uh, you didn't like the other stuffing with the apples? That was also very good. I didn't try the stuffing. Oh, uh, did you get any? I got. I you know I'm a little guy, yeah. so I get full fast and I eat slow. <laughs> so I had to maximize what's on my plate with the goods. But see, uh, while that's good for maintaining your figure, if you just wanted to eat more. Just eat faster. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I didn't want to. Yeah. I. Like, I was say it's like in a in a pinch where you have a lot of things you got to eat in a short amount of time. Now, when it comes to that, that's where I hit. That's what I do with the desserts. That's okay. my. You guys, both of you, brought some top tier desserts. Well, Crusher was the guest of honor, and he brought some legitimate desserts. Yeah. What is that? We well, got. He, he helped. Yeah, like he he just pointed you in the right direction. <laughs> Yeah, well, we had um, we went to an Italian bakery in Little Italy, uh, uh, top notch facility. So it's Ferrara. It's it's super famous. It's Is very, it it's, super famous? It's very famous. Yeah, okay, that's, that's yeah. where me and me and Dane used to go and do our espresso. Yeah. Um. So we got lobster tail. You got. I mean, you got. You got to get lobster tail. Uh, four cannolis, like four different types of cannolis. You got the regular. Well, it was two types. It was a regular and a chocolate covered yeah. shell you cannolis. Two, you got to go two and two. Um, you got to do deals. Uh, I still don't know. You guys said that. I don't know which of the pastry is this Pishkadil. That was the Shwiadel. Okay. Uh, we were uh, picking out the desserts. And then what we did was we bought ourselves a separate box of desserts to eat that day because everything looks so good. We're like, yeah. we're not just going to wait, you know, save this. So we got lobster tail and some other stuff and Neapolitan. Um, and we ate that. And then when I got the Shwiadels, Crusher was like, like, I want to try that. And then later on in the day, he's like, hey, what was the name of that dessert? I have to try. I want to try tomorrow. Pish eels or whatever. <laughs> and that was a joke. What so, is it? I can't remember the difference between the Shviadel and the lobster tail. It's a different. It's a different, different filling. Cream. One of them different is like, size, different filling. I think one of them is a custard and one of them is like a cannoli cream. The Shviadel is like a sort of like a cream cheesy or a custard type. Okay. I can't remember. But then. The lobster tail we got at Ferrara's was like a like a pudding type of mm. cream, and it was real good. There's no, no lobster in it. No lobster, <laughs> believe it or not, in the lobster tail. Uh, I'm not gonna fight it, but <laughs> those those and the uh, the tricolor tricolor the, were, those, yeah, those, those tricolor were, those cookies, rainbow cookies. I don't know what else they're called. Yeah, it's like you 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 know. I don't know yeah. the names, but yeah, everybody but knows saying, what like, rainbow the cookies. They, they yeah, know. you know what they're talking about. I love a good assortment of like Italian cookies because that's what they're just they're just called Italian cookies. You'll have yeah, 
the two cookies with the jam in the middle, and then one end is like totally dipped in chocolate and with sprinkles. Yeah, they're dangerous. You have like the butter ones that have like a little jam in the center. Yeah, or a, a cherry on top. Or a cherry. You always have tricolors being tossed yeah. in there. Is there, did you take? There's a jam in the tricolors, right? Did you get like a little bit? Like there's like a little hint of like a jam in between there the might colors. Have been. I know that the those cookies were were dense. They were not. They were not minor league tricolors. No, no, no. They, they were, were they, top, were, they were majors. Yeah, they were, they were pro. You didn't get any uh, espresso while you were there. Uh, not at that place. No. Oh, you got. You got. Next time you go, you gotta. Gotta slip yeah. it up. I washed everything down with a little bit of a uh, lemon ice. Just no, to cleanse the not palate. From, not from the king, no. You didn't go to the king? No, we didn't go out, out to Corona, we no. We were in, in, in the city in Little Italy, so we jumped over there. But the desserts is my weakness. On any holiday, I usually save all my fatness and lack of control for the desserts. See, that's That must be a, a Libretti side of the family because dad is insanely like that. I'm not... Yeah. I need something sweet right after I have a meal but like it could be two M and M's, and then I'm I'm good. I I my problem yeah. was I need savory. I need salt. Everything need... is an appetizer leading up to dessert for me. <laughs> what's your like? What's your what's your favorite gun? <laughs> like, well, give me a, give me like like your like your death row dessert. Like, you're you're about to die. Like you get one dessert, only one. Yeah, no, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> you're, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> That's 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 impossible. I mean, right, you could, the right, easy so you go could, to would probably you could forego like, the meal and get three desserts, but you, but you would have no last meal, no steak or anything. You just get unlimited amounts of those desserts. I mean, yeah, I guess I would get probably a gallon of ice cream. What kind? I'd go uh, Neapolitan. Really? Yeah, because it's no nuts. What's my favorite go to? Because it's no nonsense. You get a little taste of everything: chocolate, strawberry. Vanilla, and I have a, so simple. I have an unlimited stomach when it comes to ice cream. I will not get full. I'll just keep eating it. And if I get start getting full, I can like on like something else. I can lube up with ice cream. Let it go slide down Wait, the so gullet. You don't, and want, you don't do like cookie chunks or I'll peanut do, butter. Like you don't want anything in it. No, because I'll save that for my second dessert, want, which uh, would probably be cannolis. Okay, full full size, right? Yeah, well, it doesn't it doesn't matter at that point because it's unlimited. They give me the snack can always. I don't care. Chocolate or the regular. If I can choose both, if they can, if if, if they're giving me the general cannoli, put both in. <laughs> you get you get to pick. Yeah, you, you got to pick a specific kind. I would go chocolate covered. Chocolate covered with the chocolate chips on the cream. Yeah, and the cream. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I like chocolate chips. Yeah. And then what's your third? Hmm. Um. Maybe grandma's crumb cake. Yeah, but only like, grandmas. All the other people who have done it since then, it's it's been fine. She had but. something. She did something to the to the cake itself that made it like like it was so buttery. She, moist I, I think she and just put a, I think she delicious. Put a, I think she just put a ton of butter, lard or something yeah, in there. Like she just put a ton of butter. But um, that's another that dipped in the coffee, and then, yeah. and then at the after you finish the styrofoam cup of coffee. At the bottom, you like a few little bolts crumbs left, little crumbs, a, and you, like good chunks, like and yeah, they're, and they're now soaked in the coffee. Oh yeah, oh. the her yeah her crumb cake was unrivaled. Those are those are those are three solid desserts. Yeah. But that everything out everything is for the dessert. Now, Which I will odd. substitute. I, must, I can substitute a in of- a cheesecake. Like cheesecake is very dangerous if it's a good. Like we had a cheesecake slice at Ferrara's. I mean, it was. So you have a lot of self discipline. Awesome. Well, obviously, you know, I give you a ton of respect for you know how you handle life in general, but you're saying this. I don't really ever see you eat sweets. 
Like I'll see you eat a ton of eggs and steak and uh, power bars or whatever. I don't ever see you like opening up a, a candy or an Oreo, like not no more than I do. And I don't really eat. Well, I have Reese's. the one Reese's usually at night. I have a see, one that's, Reese's that's, that's peanut thing, butter is, That's cup. all I need is like one Reese's and I'm good for dessert. Yeah, like, but that's need... that's the problem. That That's my my problem is I need to only have that. Otherwise, the wheels fall off pretty quick. Like see, if I have Oreos in the house, they're gone. It, like if I eat one cookie and there's nobody there, the, I mean, like lo- nobody there to say anything or, or pull me back, the sleeve is going to be gone in seconds. You. Oh, yeah. You got to You got du- to dunk you it. You go regular or double stuff. Double stuff is the only way to go these days. I I like the peanut butter ones, but you know, I don't. I, I like not, trying them all. Yeah, I'm, I don't mind I'm them. A, I'm a peanut butter fit. like pe- peanut butter desserts. If I'm full from dinner at a place, uh, I, I you hardly ever get dessert. Only like a family occasion if I'm with the D'Angelo's or if I'm with mom and dad and like we're a bunch of people there. Otherwise, I never if I'm on a date or I hang out with my buddies, we never get dessert oh. unless I see they have some kind of peanut butter dessert. Like and a then, Reese's Sunday or something. Well, it, like like Cheesecake Factory has the Adam's peanut butter fudge ripple cheesecake. It's I the, had that. It's before. the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. That's, pretty, that's sweet. It's the greatest decent. sweet I've ever had. It's, it's very sweet. Yeah, it is. And it, it ranks better. I know the rankings of the Cheesecake Factory cheesecakes. Well, you're a top cheese guy yeah. of all, all sorts and, of cheeses. This is, this is a variety of cheeses. This is, yeah. But that, no, because they, they've had, it's like Ben and Jerry's. They've had so many flavors come and go that people keep like rankings of them. Sure. Adam's peanut butter fudge ripple out of like the 120 factory cheesecakes usually ranks two or three. Um, the Reese's one is like 40. It's not even in the conversation. Yeah. Well, it's really just Reese's on top of a cheesecake. Yeah. It's kind of, they kind of like, half This it. uses, like peanut butter cheesecake filling, a peanut butter crust layered like with then they do like chocolate and like a little peanut butter cream on top. It's it's unreal. I'm it's listening unreal. to you. I'm just plugging no, it in right. here. It's all right. Um, yeah, I had the the ripple. I had the regular cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory, like the regular uh, Reese's one. Yeah, it it was all right. You know, I want to and I want to say that the 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 one that usually ranks number one, I think, is like the regular. The, the standard factory cheesecake with berries with like a, with either strawberries or cherry. I think it's the, maybe the strawberry one. Strawberry uh, like ranks. cheesecake is, you know, made a, you know, he used to make a great cheesecake. It was it probably still does. Uh, Aunt Mary. Oh yeah. She used to put a little, little hooch in there. Yeah. Well, how get, you doing? We'll get you going. Yeah. She's trying to pump. If you she will used to do that with the eggnog too, she would pour wild Turkey in the eggnog. I thought it was Southern comfort. <laughs> it might've been it was, yeah, Southern comfort. You're right. I think that's her go to. Yeah. So What is that? That's whiskey, right? Southern I don't comfort. know what it is. I think it's Southern. It's well, I, I just remember in college, we used to do SoCo and lime shots. I'm guessing it's whiskey. It's, it's booze. I'm not, it a top, bad. I'm not a top it five. Bad. I'm not a top five booze guy. So no, no, not anymore. It used to be. I hung my hat up. <laughs> Now, now, it's, now, now it's strictly, it's strictly cheese cigars it's, it's and, cheese. and anything else I could brag yeah, about. And chickpeas, <laughs> chickpea mac and cheese. Well, that's cheese, really. <laughs> it falls in. It, it all goes. It's diverse. I have yeah. diverse interests. You uh, people miss the uh, the you know the real essence. It's about the cheese. <laughs> anything that has to do with formaggio, I'm on board. Yeah, you're again. But uh, no, I actually I want to thank you for the past like week between getting me tickets to the to the Sebastian show and have me at your house and you and bud dealing with me up here. He helped me get my, my first ever pair of Jordans today. You I ordered, did order the Jordans. That's I ordered what, yesterday. You'll get them in and, and uh, you'll have to send some pictures. And over. I know that like you and your friends, I'm still like your little annoying brother. So I appreciate you guys, you know, indulging me for a few days. Yeah. Well, you're not a little, 
<laughs> everything else you said is true. Everything else is it's, spot it's on. Pretty, it's pretty yeah. accurate, but yeah, no, but I, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> mom, I enjoy doing. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy doing this. Yeah. Well, mom used to tell me. Oh, she still does. Even though it's like I'll be over here already hanging out with you, and she'll be like, she'll send me a text or something or a, a letter <laughs> and say, "Hey, while you're up here, make sure you hang out with your brother. He likes you." It's like. Uh, yeah, I know. I usually only come to stay with him. Yeah, I don't I, even see you guys. Yeah, you don't need to protect him anymore. Like he's six foot, six hundred pounds. He can take whoa, whoa, six foot one, six foot one. Oh yeah, relax. You thinned <laughs> out. Don't yeah. take an inch off me. But yeah, you know, I I enjoy doing that. So yeah. and you're always gracious enough to have me host me here at that site, Bravo. And let us, you know, use your tech gear and stuff you like gotta, that. You're so. gonna have to start buying because when I'm I'm moving soon, you have to you're gonna have to buy uh buy more stuff because I got the stuff over my new place. I already had the stuff. I just don't like schlepping it over. And you and you and Pistol yeah. say, yeah, just well, don't gonna, worry about I'm it. Buy because he has two of these shore mics. And when I leave, um, I'm actually gonna buy one off him just because in case I have to, uh, if I ever have to do any work videos from home, in yeah, my, in my new apartment, I'll have like a setup. So, yeah, you got to have you always have to have a yeah. mobile setup. A yeah, I, mean, I got, he, I got setup. the camera already, so I, got, I have that. And then I'll just I just need I have one of those mixers too, like a, a small one, just like one input. And then yeah. I just need just basically need a mic and then a stand. So um, you'll be good to go. Good to go. Yeah, yeah. And that's cheap. The stand is cheap. Online. Yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely you can getting get a short. A, I'm getting a short. Mic. You got to get the top the top yeah. tier mics. Yeah, but I, I could probably get work to technically pay for it, I guess. Maybe I got to say you can ask the question, yeah. but the but stand no, is cheap. You can get like the 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 table stand like the yeah, I like I like the arm. I like I just like it. I, I like, like it. the arms, but on the road when you're doing road be, gigs, yeah, this wouldn't be for the road. This this would just I would have a desk in my new place that just for if I need to do a video. For yeah, me. see the LPDS studio at, at Site Alpha has you have arms, has but you also arms. you're all you 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 do a, you do a lot of touring, man. You're on the road a lot. A lot of road shows. A yeah, of, a lot, lot of, of road gigs. So. I got to give the people what they yeah, want. Exactly. All four of us. All, yeah. All 15. One, maybe one day I'll be uh, over at Dom Delapino's side of the house. We could talk about the, the good old days of the union. <laughs> what now is he doing? He's working hard. He definitely had lasagna for Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he crushed, I'm sure he did. He crushed the lasagna. Oh, yeah. Him and and his family, Philomena and <laughs> Paulie and Gaetano. Gaetano and the whole team yeah. of Italians crushing lasagnas. <laughs> But you got anything else? No, I think I'm good, man. Good to go. Yeah. Before we go. Big three. Yeah, you, you got him. Number one, we did it today. Exercise every day. We did it today. We did it on Thanksgiving. We do it every day. I easiest thing I to do on Thanksgiving. I, I know I, you did something. Yeah. Every The easiest thing you can do anything. Go for a walk. Jumping jacks, jumping hubs, J.O.'s, whatever you got to do to get the get the body <laughs> moving. J-O's? Whatever it is, whatever you need to do. To get the body moving, burn calories, get the the good chemicals, the endorphins, the dopamines, the serotonins, all of it. Get it rushing through your body. You'll you'll feel better about yourself. Look good, feel good, play good. That was always our thing. Um, so that'll help with that. Number two, probably the toughest one to do, but it's very important. Don't be a shitty person. The, one of the easiest things to do, unfortunately, is to be the text message tough guy, the keyboard cowboy, whatever you this, whatever you want to call it, behind the computer being a shitty human being to, to somebody you never met before, know nothing about, but realize they are a human being and there, there's nothing more hypocritical than 
you pretending to be nice and saying you're a nice person and being shitty to a stranger because you just think it's an Instagram handle or a Twitter handle or whatever it is. So don't be a shitty person. And number three, the most important. And it's the everybody. It's very important for people this week because it's Thanksgiving week. But I and we here at the, uh, the LPDS universe try to push it for every day is to be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good things and the good people you have in your lives. Mm-hmm. Most important. Uh, it's very easy to forget, especially in this cush first world situation we're living in. It's very easy to just get angry and live in the negative uh, and and forget the good you have. Like, you know, you, people get pissed on little things like oh, I clogged the toilet or, you know, my refrigerator doesn't have any food in or whatever. It's you have a toilet like how many people don't use toilet, don't have a toilet to use they use toilet. They don't use it. There's no toilet. I've seen it. <laughs> Be grateful that you have that toy with the clog and you probably have a plunger to unclog it. That's wild in some of this, some of the parts of the world. They don't even know what a plunger is. Well, they have a hand. They have no need for it because they just they no toilet. Yeah. Don't need it. We have it. We need it. Be grateful for it. Grateful for you hosting us, letting us shit talk you. Yeah. You're 32 years old. Well, yeah. You deserve it. You earn it. <laughs> you earn it every day. So. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I love doing this show. One day, more people will enjoy <laughs> me doing this show. <laughs> but in the meantime, a thank you to the rider dies. Don't forget to tell all your friends and enemies and like and subscribe and put some feedback. We I love the feedback. I thrive on it. Whatever it is, shit talks. We got a troll accounts coming in just to shit talk me. I love that stuff. Keep it coming. Whatever you got to do, tell your friends to shit talk me. A lot of my friends follow you. They got a shit talk. I want to hear. I want the feedback. Chris will definitely get involved. Willie? Okay, good. Let him know. Tell tell his family. Make it happen. He can. He's an actor. He pretend to be an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Let him know. I love that stuff. I thrive on it. So thank you guys again. I love you all. Stay strong.